Hey everyone. So I want to talk about the the slow rewind of the Molotov cocktail. And you're thinking, what the fuck are you talking about, Marie? You're not talking about aliens again, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But I it it sort of occurs to me and mm, in this as you're as you're defrosting, as you're dissolving as the medicine is is moving through this sort of archaeological dig where you're hidden deep in the layers of all that stuff that hardened um as you dissolve you get to really sort of understand like oh and it occurs to me on this very cold snowy morning that and and it actually also came through because i was talking to somebody and and uh, they were talking about, you know, I, I realized I don't want to be around these people and they blah, blah, blah. Um, that you're sculpted by the people that you arrive to. So every time they project their own unfinished crap on you, like you're weak, you're wrong, you're fat you're all all of their own it's only sort of just beginning to occur to me of just how refused we are when people are walking around in this sort of energetic sewer and you know you're just arriving into the newness and because they're encased and and unconscious of their own and unfinished and unresolved in their own energetic sewer of energy. So every time that I say something to this child, I am projecting and smothering it with all my crap, right? So as I've spoken about before, we arrive as these beautiful new pieces of divinity, you know, with script and energy that are going to, you know, be blossomed in the light of someone's love and safety and reflection. And when that's unavailable and they themselves are just walking pieces of sewer, and when I say sewer, I mean they're completely, you know, (coughs) buried in all their negativity, in all their lack, and all, and I, I was just, and it's like you're, it's like someone is vomiting out all their thorns, right? Like they're just firing at you, sort of bullets of all their crap. So when you're a little baby and they're like, you're weak, it's like, huh? <clears throat> How can you be weak? You're a two-year-old, right? Or their anger, their frustration, it's just being, you're just being buried, right? That's what happens when you don't arrive to loving, caring reflections and safety in which you root and then you're seen and you grow. And in the medicine, you know, a lot of this job is to just unbury you, 
right? It's like every time someone says something to you as a child, it's like they're sculpting you into their form. They're refusing your divinity and your rightful and sovereign right to grow into the the most powerful divine thing. And they're just smothering you and burying you in all their shit, right? And the recovery of you in the medicine is to give up this really badly sculpted, smothered, buried version of you. That's not you. It's they've passed on all of their vomit onto you. They've passed on all of their weakness and their insecurity and their lack and their, you know, their anger. It's all like, you never got a chance to show up. How the fuck can you show up if you're pelted on arrival with thousands of these thorns, these darts? You know, every time you want to grow into this shape, it's, it's stopped, it's refused, it's frozen. Don't cry, you're too, you know, whatever. It's like, but I'm a baby, I'm supposed to cry. <laughs> There's something wrong with you crying, right? I mean, just those little things. It's this, and the belief becomes, well, I can't show up because there's something wrong with me. So I must rebuild and sculpt for this shit, for this noise, for this darkness for this whatever you want to call it I don't care it's it's just not you it's a smothering it's like there's something wrong with you you know there's you're only right when you show up as my version of what I need you to be I think that's a very important thing you're wrong unless you're showing up as the version of what I need you to be I don't want you to cry. I don't want you to emote. I want you to be happy all the time. I want you to make sure that I'm happy. I mean, you can just go into your inventory of how you're made to fully understand the burial ground of your arrival. And in that burial ground, you take on this absolutely disfigured shape, right? If you're going to come in as the next piece of sort of software from divinity, it's like it's corrupted on arrival. You can't show up as that. That's wrong, right? I don't want you to be a palm tree. I never wanted a fucking palm tree. You look wrong, your color is wrong, your ha- everything is wrong. So, and by the way, it, you know, this comes from their own, you know, having been deformed in their own, you know, family, whatever. But it, it's important to... And this is why a lot of the work in the medicine is to remove. That's why it's mostly cleansing. You're, you're building a person under a, a hurricane of bullets. 
every breath is a refusal of you. Every breath has to be sculpted to conform to this person's unfinished energetic crap. Not my problem that you didn't resolve your issues, but now I have to deal with refusing mine and basically suffocating who I am so you can propagate your limited, crappy version of yourself. Right? I mean, I don't mean to be hostile, but it's the truth. We love truth. We love facts. We love seeing reality. And so in that, it's almost like that game where, like, you know, those animals come up out of the ground, you keep, you keep hammering them down. Every time you come up, you get hammered down. Every time you come up, you... No, I don't want that. I don't want that. You can't be this. I need you to be this. Why are you... It's like, wait. You will never show up. And you will never blossom. And you will always be wrong. So inside of you, a mechanism is built of refusal. Of refusal. You yourself, by this experience, build an energetic mechanism that is no longer in that person that's doing it. Now you've actually replicated it inside of you in which you don't even need them. It's like the Pavlov dog thing. You just do it yourself. You want to come out and, you know, play your sovereign right to be a hamster which is what you came as. And you have this mechanism that says, you know, no, you're wrong. Don't do that. You literally build your own dungeon keeper. You don't need that person anymore. You could be 10, 20, 30, 40. It's, it's, it's here. You've already, you've, re, you've rebuilt it. We, we've replicated the conditions because we arrive powerless, vulnerable, etc. And so... As you're slowly dissolving in the medicine, and the medicine is within you, you've, you know, drank the plants, and the plants are, are literally collapsing you inside, that it becomes like this awareness, like, oh, oh, okay. I saw it before like a tidal wave, like I could never, you know, there was this tidal wave that was impossible to sort of get past to, to um, clamber over it was just like this force this sort of you know this breaker switch that said no well that breaker switch that refuses you or the expression of you or you're always trying to be something other than who you are because what you are is wrong it's all built out of fear, <clears throat> is the overwhelm of somebody else's energetic field, which is like a fucking Molotov cocktail. It's pumped with nails and crap and kerosene. It's, it's their own soup of shit that, again, has built momentum because it's been unchecked. It's gone unchecked and it's not, you know... And again, the more the more you refuse the dark, your shadow, the more powerful it becomes. 
It builds momentum as you refuse it. That's why going inward is really the ultimate goal. You've got to see all that floating debris in your in your subconscious. You've got to go, you know, unpack and unplug, really. You're, you know, you've got to unplug all that wiring, all that terror. And so as you're sort of emerging and you're just being like, no, you don't, you can't, I don't want that leaf to go that way. No, that flower, you know, I can't, it's just, you're just constantly being pruned and refused and, and it's all a projection of all their fear, of all their lack, of all their shit show. Which now you are sculpted and you're sculpted in. And so you, you shape according to their form. The idea is they don't show up as this misshapen form. The idea is that they say, well, okay, I may be misshapen, but um, I'm going to, you know, love this flower into its existence, into its sovereignty. And it came home to me to actually today because I was speaking to somebody and they're like, you know, I'm with these people and they're, and they're finally she's waking up to see them for who they are. That's when I take, you take the spectacles off, right? The spectacles are what you have to build to survive, which means that you need to, you know, you need to say this is okay as a kid. Like, oh, I have to do what they say because if I don't, I die, right? You have no choice. So you have to agree. Oh, you want me to shape like this? All right, then I'll refuse this. I'll become that. Oh, you want me to be pink and yellow and orange? And then, oh, and then I need to be... It's like this never-ending... Volatile place of reshaping according to the dictates of that person. It's like, you know, being the court jester. If you don't make the right joke your head will come off. That's what it's like being a child in the midst of, you know, a five foot eight, five foot nine person that's just in a constant state of terror and disarray and whatever. They cannot see you. You cannot be gardened or bloomed. So that sovereign, that little piece of divinity that was going to come into whatever is now just buried under a sort of a a torrential rain shower of somebody else's terror. You must be shaped to, you know, heal their ideal, to heal them, to placate them. You're not arriving to grow into your magnificent flower you're here that all needs to be put away no no you need to build to alleviate the crazy of this other person that's when you put the spectacles on and accept it and agree to it and refuse yourself it's a huge abandonment and then of course of you none of you works because none of you's actually shown up Again, it's like either arriving to the Maldives where it's this calm place 
where you're seen and loved. Or you're arriving to, you know, smack bang in the middle of a fucking raging war. Where everybody's running around in terror. You know. It's a very different expression of you. There is no expression of you in in the second place. There is no arrival. You're just catering to the instability of the other person and trying to build to calm and alleviate that somebody else's instability and shaping yourself in the reflection of that instability and their anger and their frustration and their overwhelm. It's just like, that's all. Right? There's like the elephant in the room that no one talks about. But it's shaping everything around it. <clears throat> Energetically. No one is seen. No one is understood. No one is reflected. Everybody's just buried. It's like just one carpet bomb after another. And so, of course, there's, a, there's enormous disconnection from who you are. Of course, there is no you. You're building a falsehood. You're building for the circumstances of a war of someone's unfinished business. And you're going to go find relentless wars. Because that's where you... That's the only shape that you have. That's the only place that you fit in. Is being around broken people. Or trying to become that person's ideal or you know become the success that that person couldn't become it's always it's it's all revolving around this sort of energetic field that's exploding molotov cocktails every five minutes there's no stability there's no you there's no dis there's no connection with you one of the things that was interesting is my friend was saying to me oh you know i'm you know, finally takes the spectacles off and sees who she's been around for a hundred years and realizes, oh my God, these people are like controlling and horrible. And the greatest feeling there is I'm disconnected. Well, that's what happens when you grow up with people, you know, in these states that you can't connect because they don't see you. How can you connect to them? You can only connect to someone when they see you. I see you, I understand you, I feel you, I hear you. You're at ease, you can be who you are. But when you're around people that are like, you're this, you're, why is this wrong, why do you look that way, why are you pink, why are you yellow, you're just catering. They, there's no connection to you. They can't say, oh, you know, you're, what a lovely sunflower you are. I wonder how the sunflower's feeling. No, you're just... And you're made wrong to want someone to see you. I always knew that. It's like, it's wrong to want something for you. It's wrong for someone to think about what you need. No, no, you need to be thinking about them all the time. Because if not, they'll explode, they'll do this, they'll do the other, or whatever. They are the center of everyone's attention in that family. They need to be resolved. Forget about what you need. They need everything in your life is focused on resolving their problem, their issue. It's not your issue. But that's how you grow up, right? 
You never showed up. You couldn't. You know, there's no growing up on a battlefield. You know? They're coming. It's it's almost like that, that very famous picture of that poor little girl running down the street in Vietnam and she's on fire running down the street. Horrible but very famous picture of the you know the aftermath of what what war really looks like there's no one arriving you're not showing up here you must cater to this problem on arrival right they can't find work they're frustrated they're an alcoholic they're this they're that whatever the fuck it is all of that energy is like a rotating sort of spinning hurricane of Molotov cocktail shit that's just spitting out, you know, nails and gasoline and fire. It needs to be resolved. Forget your what you need to be. You better, you know, adjust and sculpt according to that. So... You build that, where you build, you bond. You believe that to be you, this thing that you built in this environment has now, you know, it's cooked, right? It was in the oven of that, it, it got cooked. And then you go into life and that's what you are. You're the, the reflection of all that turmoil, of all that person's problem that you try to solve by sculpting in its furnace. And the medicine's coming in and removing that. The medicine's dissolving that, little by little. You're waking up to that, you're seeing, fuck, you know. I don't need to live in this ridiculously shaped version of someone else's trauma I'm not that right you're not that you're the thing that arrived that never expressed itself that never grew or blossomed because you arrived to be smothered and by the way you still create a person it's not like you know, all of that energetic pounding kills you. No, it just sculpts you in an absolutely un-you way. Right? If you're running down the road and you're on fire and you're running from all your shit and you know, then you're having children um, and you're still on fire, you're, you're, just, you're just propelling all of that, your own stuff around you, right? You're like, you're on, you're on fire, you're terrified, you're, that's just being spun around. It's like you're on fire all around, everything around you is being burnt by that is being shaped by that. However that comes 
whether it's through manipulation, whether it's through, it's through terror, whatever it's, what it's doing is it's, it's, it's like smoke in a room. It, it just never lets a child show up. And you have to build in response to the conditions of where you arrive. You don't get a chance to actually express. And by the way, this isn't about, oh, well, if you're poor, you're rich. No, this is about, no matter, a child's senses, by the way, just to make this clear, a child can distinguish between a person struggling, right, but still loving them and seeing them, right? Children are very clever. They see everything. They're aware of everything. They can distinguish, like, okay, we don't have any money. But it doesn't mean love isn't determined whether we have money. You can still love a child, even if you have, you know, issues with money and stuff. It's not one or the other, right? You can do both simultaneously, be worried about, you know, well, how are we going to make money and also love your child. But we are cooked here in these <clears throat> places where we arrive to. And when you're dissolved in the medicine, and when I say dissolved, you go relive the events. You know, every single piece of dissolution gives you you back, gives you your heart back heals you, heals your heart, heals all of you. And that thing, that expression, that soul that never arrived is, is beginning to wake up. It's not in that terrain of crazy, fucked up, angry, frustrated, right? That's like you become bigger than that, right? Because all of that's terror. So it loses its momentum and its power so that you're able to dissolve, right? You're in the, the hands of the medicine, which is sort of infinite love and nature and all that stuff, right? It's like, you know, all of that smallness, you know, as a child, that person that's raging and crazy seems really huge and its power is sort of smothers everything because you're in one home and it's just all the time it's there or it's going and coming and... You know, I remember as children, we were scared of him. Like, oh, my God, here he comes, right? What's going to happen now? Is he going to beat the shit out of us? Or this crazy, this person that's so... And it's also an insincere because it's acting all really powerful, but it's really a coward, right? So there's this constant threat of, you know, what did you do wrong today, right? How haven't you pleased this person today? How haven't you alleviated the crazy storm of it that's always walking around. So as a child, these things, and and again, it doesn't matter what it is, the fact is that it's not accepting you, it's refusing you. You know, for the child, that's a big thing, right? It's because the child is little and this thing is huge and its energy is huge and it's being, again, tossed around everywhere every day. You don't know when that Molotov cocktail is going to hit you, right? But as you're returned and all of these, all this past is being dissolved, you're facing it, you're moving into it, you're seeing it. 
So you're not scared of seeing it and saying, I don't want it. In the same way, as we talked about the spectacles, you can take the spectacles off and say, well, that sucks. You know, now you're bigger than it, right? What you're doing in the medicine is you're emerging from the ground. Your power is being restored. The love for yourself is being returned. The safety of you is being, your power is restored because in all of this, it's a power theft. If I don't make you believe in you, which is what a parent does, is what it's doing is it's watering this beautiful new expression of divinity. It's loving it in all its form. It's accepting it. And in that acceptance and in that love and in that reflection, so it grows into this powerful, powerful expression of divinity. Then, in the same way that I have the dungeon keeper, it has that knowing that it's been so loved. I always said it's like having a little suitcase where you pack all these marvelous things, and you know that whenever you know your your son or your your children get into trouble, they have this wonderful little suitcase of goodies of like they know they always are protected because they know that they've been so loved that they can. There's this incredible place of safety and of love that it's a reflection of them. It's the magic of them, right? If you've been wiped out and continuously and you're just an expression of this darkness that you were shaped in to alleviate or to take on all the issues of that person... Well, you never showed up. You never had anyone blossom and grow and make you feel safe and make you feel loved and pat and strong. No, all you have is this shape that's wrong, that's uncomfortable. There's no connection to yourself. And you're always finding places where you're disconnected because you grew up in a disconnected place. So the medicine is... is shifting all that and it's and all of that has power over you so the medicine is dissolving as you're reliving all of these layers of your burial ground and so you begin to emerge because the dissolution of that is the love of the medicine in which you are growing and rooting and refusing all of these, you know, layers of smothering of you. You're literally coming up out of the ground. And it's like, you know, really, it's like being Antarctic of having been buried under this layers of ice, like thick, thick ice. And the fear originally is, well, I can't see the truth here because if I see the truth, I die. That's what a child thinks. A child is like, oh, you want me to be an elephant? Okay. I'm too terrified to argue with this. I can't argue with this. I can't challenge this. This thing is crazy. It's scary. It's my parent. Okay, I'm, I, 
I need to be, I need to refuse, you know, my caterpillar and become an elephant because that's what this thing needs. I've got to force myself into the shape of what it wants because there's no one showing up for the caterpillar. But your strength is being a caterpillar. That's where your power is. That's where your script is. That's where, that's what the, you know, divinity sent or whatever. I don't know, the source. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, right? It's the refusal of that. Now you've got to clamber into this completely weird outfit of an elephant, which you're not. You've got to build that, which is wrong, which is not what you are. And you're in a very weak position because your strength is not being an elephant. Your strength is being a caterpillar. And that's where you, you know, breathe. And so now you become this elephant and now you're going to find people that relate to elephants, which are, you know, again, it's like the continual disempowering of you. And there's no belief in you because, of course, no one saw you. How can they fucking believe in you if they didn't see you, right? That's what the medicine is. Healing and dissolving. It's the arrival of you. Finally, right? Wow. It's safe to be you. There are no crazy people on the landscape. You see them finally for who they are. Right? Their own armor of all their shit. You're not that. You can recognize within you the dungeon keeper that refused you. That too is slowly dismantled. So in this, this, this underworld, which is really what it feels like, it's an, like an underworld <clears throat> of creepy crawlies, which is what it feels like as a kid, right? You're an arrival. You're thrown into all these horrific circumstances, crazy parents, you know, whatever. There was no one there for you, right? There was no one. Now there is, the medicine the medicine and your connection to the medicine is accompanying you into all these frozen states of terror and dissolving them and in the dissolution of the shit that surrounds you so you are woken up. It's like you've been asleep in hell. And the medicine is saying, I'm going to wake you up. 
we're going to have to go through a few kind of difficult places, but it's okay. I'm here. I'm going to wake you up and I'm going to give you back your power. And by the way, your power isn't, oh, I'm Matilla the Hun, I'm going to go conquer the, you know, your power is you are one with yourself. You are connected to yourself. You are relaxed in the connection to yourself. There is nothing to become. There is no outfit that you need to wear. There's no, no ideal to please another. I was thinking about that today in snowy New York. You know, where it was like, I live in comfort all the time now, sort of doesn't matter what I do. It's like, I just need to be comfortable. Before it was completely different. It was like, you have to go out in the world to impress, to pretend yourself into this person. You know, like, you know, when you arrive, you have to look this way, say these things, etc. Like there's a, there's something that you need to become. You have to wear a facade. Or you have to wear a facade if you have no connection to yourself inside, right? And now it doesn't matter what I'm doing. First and foremost, I am at my most comfortable. I dress in my most comfortable way. Of course, without offense, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, you, you, you make yourself the priority. I'm not going to sculpt myself into anything for anyone. I don't give a shit. Right? But it's all these very small, very meaningful things that are happening to you as you're dissolving, as you're reconnecting, as you're re-loving yourself into existence. Because in that landscape, there was no love at all, in any place, in any way. It's like you're completely, it's like a huge lake that's been frozen over and little by little it begins to dissolve. And the feeling is, well, if I do this, right, you're alone. Well, you were alone from day one. You were ne- there was no one. At- that's the trick. The trick is, oh, there's someone here. No, there's no, there's no one there. Right? If someone is refusing you, there's no one there. There's no one, nothing to connect to. You're just building a falsehood. You don't know that as a child, right? What you realize is that when you're reconnecting to yourself, that actually, yeah, you have someone. It's called you. It's been acknowledged and recognized and seen and comforted and loved. So when you're being reconnected back, what's actually happening is that everything around you that's held you prisoner is being dissolved. And it's been held prisoner by fear and terror, right? And so, as I said before, you become the drone in the narrative. You, you get to see the truth of everyone. And as you get to see the truth, the fear is dissolved. And as the fear is dissolved, you are returned. So it's like when a dog shakes itself after the, it's been in water, it shakes it all off. You're just shaking it all off. Right? 
and you're being reconnected more and more to yourself. And it does feel a bit strange because you're like, oh, oh, well, can I do this? Like, really? I can actually go do what I want. I mean, I want to just, I don't have to do this thing. No, this thing all came out of, right? That the ignition for all of what I've become has been, has been terror. And now the ignition for who I, I am and want to be is love, is self-love. And the child thinks, well, if I actually focus and take care of myself, then no one will give a shit. Well, nobody gave a shit in the first place. <laughs> there was no one there. There's nothing to lose because there was nothing there in the first place. It's almost like it's been a huge dream. Actually, not a dream, a nightmare. Been a huge nightmare. And the dissolution comes in waves and it comes in layers and it's like this slow dissolve it's like this very thick iced lake that's slowly and slowly dissolving and that's what you know that return to the sort of energetic field of like you're just in the flow the paralysis again is terror and fear the blockages are fear and terror the blockages are the fear of death And the terror is what puts you into a coma, <clears throat> keeps you, keeps your life force frozen. Frozen because it's terrified. I think one of the great things about going into nature, which is what you're doing in the medicine, is that um, you're being cushioned by the everything which is nature, right? You're returning to nature, to that flow. I think it's almost like, you know, when an animal freezes and it's terrified, it's like you're just stuck there frozen in that time and space. You never, you never defrost, you just are frozen there. You may build all sorts of people and versions of yourself and identities around that frozen state, but that frozen state is, is your life force. It's off. The breaker switch is completely off. Again, you freeze and then you build stories and narratives and you put on your spectacles and you put up with all of it, but you're frozen. You're absolutely frozen. And you may not see that because, you know, you've built these fabulous stories and you have this fabulous life and you have this fabulous version of yourself. But it's just an illusion. Inside, you're just completely frozen. And you won't ever question it because who wants to go into that place? If you go into that place, which is the, your very breaker switch has been, you know, you're frozen, you're off. Well, then you must see the truth of all of this stuff, right? You must see the truth of, you know, I built around this crazy person that I was never seen, right? Or, you know, in my case, I was sold to a pimp. Like, you're not going to go in and see all of that unless you're accompanied by nature herself, right? 
the power of nature. I've only just really woken up to like, oh my God, I invented everything, right? Out of all that terror, I refused the terror and reinvented it. Made these people strong and made them into caring people. There was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. I constructed sort of, you know, a heaven over hell, right? I created a garden where there was just a scorched earth of nothing. You don't want to tear down your versions. You don't want to tear down your... No one wants to go in there and see the truth. Yeah, it's very difficult. Because the perception is if I go in and see that, I have nothing. But you had nothing to start off with. There was nothing. There was no one. You know, a crazy parent and a, you know, disgusting pimp like, duh, no one, right? It was a trick. So these layers and layers of our illusions and our stories and narratives, you know, are are our safety net, but also our vaults. They are actually our burial ground. Because if you're frozen with terror because of events, and then you build all your narrative atop of that, you're still frozen. You're still stuck. You're still buried. You're still in a coma. You're still not here. Right? But I understand that it takes a very powerful, loving, you know, sacred thing to get you out of there, which is what the medicine gives you. It gives you this powerhouse of love and and it's fierce. There's no tiptoeing around this thing. It's fierce. And it's going to, you know, blow you up. And those ceremonies are very difficult. There's no two ways about it. But what you're getting is this incredible connection to the everything. And in that um, safety of the everything, you can confront all of this. You can melt. You can go in and see all the horror and see the truth. And again, it comes up, <clears throat> it kind of bubbles up. It's not like, oh, no. The medicine's very clever. You're dissolved very slowly. It's like watching the, the, the grass grow. Until you can go, oh, my God, there was nothing. It was, I made everything up. The truth was this horror was this crazy person who didn't give a shit, who was just, you know, shut everybody down. And then there was this, who then sold me to a pimp because he was so weak and couldn't get anything. You know, it's like, that's the truth. And, and seeing that and seeing your truth, whatever your truth is, allows for the dissolution of that breaker switch. Because now you see everything or you get your power back you're not owned you can't be a hostage of something you can actually see and understand right 
right? That shape that you had to build, that person that you had to build, that falsehood that you had to build to protect them. I mean, I built to protect two things because I was terrified, number one. Number two, to protect them. Understanding comes after reliving, right? That's why it's, it's not a thought. You have to relive in those ceremonies, the events, so you can understand because you literally have to feel it in your very being. You have to be in those horrific situations and relive it in your very core, your emotions. You're, you're there, the smell of alcohol, those people's breath, the, the terror that you're feeling as they're looking at you. It's just, you have to relive it. Then comes the thinking, right? Once my body has rewired energetically, emotionally, and healed, ah, then the understanding comes. I see. It's not the other way around. I can't heal from understanding without actually reliving. I can't heal from talking about something without actually physically, viscerally, because I'm disconnected when I talk about something. Again, I can describe an orange, yes. But it's not that that gives me the understanding of the orange. That's after I've tasted the orange. Once I've tasted the orange, now I'm going to try my best to describe the orange because I've tasted it. You can't do it the other way around. That's why the medicine is so powerful. You have to viscerally feel, relive that little child in those events to rewire you relive to rewire that's when you heal and then you can talk about it then you can describe it so You know, the idea is we're supposed to come, you know, and express this script that we have, whatever that is, right? In the garden of, in the presence of light and love and gardeners and care and safety so that we can express this divinity root and we're empowered by the expression of that script because it's our God-given right, right? It's our script. That's our power. If we arrive and that isn't happening, we're going to build anyway. Our, our energy is going to be used for something. We're going to build, but we're not going to build our script. That overwhelm of arrival and someone else's crap and their shit and whatever... We're going to build something, but it's a disfigurement. We're going to build according to them, to alleviate them, to make them get us, to, you know, feed us. We're going, to in, we're going to inhale all their refusal in us. We're going to build our version of them inside of us that will refuse us. That will terrify us. We literally build our own terror machines inside of us. It's a reflection of them to refuse ourselves. 
So there's a lot to take out. There's a lot to dismantle in this medicine. And there's even more. Yeah, whatever. It's all going to be taken out. But you won't even know. You don't know. Because you've had to make that work. You don't know you had been in a coma and you had to make this work and that you built this machine and you built your own refusal machine. and You won't know any of that. Because you're not safe. And you've had to keep it under wraps and you have your own version of whatever, right? So the medicine is going to dissolve. You're going to relive. And you're going to empower. And in that empowerment of you... All of that collapses. You you can't sustain someone's crazy when you have your power back. It's like, oh, oh God, you were a fuck up, right? You're completely unprepared to be a parent. You're completely not, you know, all of this is, you know, I'm not going to live as a reflection of your unfinished shit. I don't care, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to collapse. And in that collapse is your empowerment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm actually, I feel good doing X, not doing Y. I don't want to be around that person because I don't want to because, right, you're here, you're seeing, you're conscious, you're connected to your heart, you're connected to yourself. You're connected to the everything. It's a total dissolution of that frozen, terrified child whose breaker switch went off and who built to conform to all the horrors of the outside and then believe that that was it, right? Yeah, I'm going to wear baggy pants. Fuck that. I'm just going to be comfortable, right? I'm not worried. I know, right? I know what I am. And, you know, that's where a lot of people are, you know, people are terrified all the time. Of course, there are all these vultures waiting for your terror. Oh, why don't you buy this? You'll feel better. If you put that on, you'll feel better. If you do that, you're going to be something else. If you, It's like you can't experience who you are because you can't be at home with who you are. So you're always looking for another version of you that isn't you because the you that's you is wrong, right? That's a gift. You're not going to be pulled and yanked here and there. It can't have any power when you're connected to yourself. Right? It's a process. It's a slow dissolve. It's a slow waking up, really, is what it is. It's a waking up. If you've been overwhelmed by terror and horror and crazy when you're growing up you have to build trenches and hide and agree and conform and build for those circumstances and when you're connected to the everything through the medicine it gives you the tools to relive everything to collapse it and to reconnect and there's no fear in reconnection. Why? Because you know who you are. Or you know what you like or what you don't like. You know what makes you feel good or what doesn't make you feel good. 
the medicine has made it safe for you to see it is what the medicine has done the medicine has given you accompanied you and given you I call it like the Navy SEAL rescue right it's given you all the love support of the universe itself right for you to say no I well actually no I don't no I don't, I don't want that or I'm not going to entertain this or it's not that it's that you can discern that's all so you take the spectacles off I don't have to accept everything because I have no access to myself or I'm so terrified it's like I can see that and I don't like that and I don't have to put up with that that's all everybody again has the right to be whoever they want to be ten heads screaming yelling whatever I don't have to be around it that's it I don't need to accept any of this that's as a child what you have to do I have to accept all of this I've got nowhere to go how the fuck am I going to accept it I better freeze up I better build to relieve this guy who's you know pain in the fucking ass there's no parents showing up right? you're not revolving like the earth around the sun right that's what it's like it's like you have to you're living in the gravitational field of a crazy person as a child, right? It's like you have to conform. You have to figure it out. You have to whatever. Well, that gravitational pull is then taken away when you're in the medicine. It can't exist. So... Right, it's not like, oh, I get to go to Disneyland. It just says, well, no, actually, I get to see the world as it really is. And I get to decide, you know, what what's good for me. <laughs> Do I want this or not? It's not like, oh, I'm frozen. I have no, right? I can't move. I can't make decisions. I have to accept everything and everyone and make everything work and make everyone good. And It's like you're safe. You're connected to you. You will now make the world according to your heart, right? You're going to build a world that makes sense to you because you can be in the world because you're not frozen by terror or threat of death, which is what it feels like when you're a child and you have no comrades, you have no safety, security, or you're at the mercy of this sort of Again, rotating energetic hurricane of Molotov cocktails that's just shooting off nails every five minutes. Right? It's a very different experience. <laughs> but first, all of that, again, you need to be pulled out of that coma and woken up. Bye. <laughs>